Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You got predilections that I need to know about? The, the, Now's a good time to tell me if you have any predilections six and a half years in. <laughs> you got a problem with me eating anyway. Junior Mints on the show too? You got a problem with that? Junior Mints? No, I got zero problems. All right, then. Man. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing, though. You can start the show, and I'll tell you this. All right. Yep. A pretty contentious beginning to the episode. Mm-hmm. <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not a bit. <coughs> I'm joking. I'm a shooter, man. <coughs> <coughs> All right. Wow, that peppermint really burns the back of your throat when you don't <laughs> when you don't swallow it right. All right. Merry Christmas. Here we go. <clears throat> Welcome to the Crunch, the only podcast that's home for the holidays. It's your boy Ethan, and I'm Patrick. I accept and- I am not going home. For the no, holidays. Are you not? No, I'm staying here. Well, I guess this is my home. <laughs> so take that. I'm here for the holidays. Take that leftist media. Tell me where to yeah, be during go. the holidays. Yeah, white Christmas. Why you white this up your miss? I don't know. Hmm. I think we need to put mass back in Christmas. I, I that's a, a lot of people are saying. People are saying this. It is Christmas when people are listening to this. Uh, what do you want to tell the people? What what gift do you want to give? Today, Christmas Day, to the people that are listening, what are you, Patrick Nevy, going to give to the people and go? Uh, do you mean the thing that we looked up earlier? I would, no, 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 no. I, you, no, no, no okay. on the spot, you are giving a gift to the people. What are you giving them, auditorily? A new car. Wow. No, it's not. I, I was just going to, I was going to tell, hey, if you're listening. I this look. is not legally binding. This is a joke. <laughs> do you remember that episode of iCarly where they tricked the guy into giving him a car? Um, no. No, wait, where the guy got, the guy tricked, tricked them, them into giving him a car. How did they give, why did they, because they So remember Neville, it. remember that guy? Yeah, Neville Longbottom. No, 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 no. Neville with the tapenade, that guy, uh, the haberdashery. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We forget how much of Nickelodeon, early Nickelodeon humor was, that's not a normal word, that's an uncommon word. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hobnocker. Yes, precisely. Yeah. Um the uh or just you know hey look a sports bra i don't know why that was such a common joke on iCarly but that was i have my joke. allegations i mean hypotheses i think the other <laughs> thing you, you got to remember that the network was purely their whole thing for like the whole time it's existed is just putting slime on people and so it's and the reason they do that is cuz it's funny gross slime Yes. And so that's their whole that's their whole ideology that's behind whole everything shtick. that they make is like, what if we did verbal slime and it came out <laughs> of an underage girl's mouth? And I'm Dan Schneider, and I would really enjoy that. And I approve this message. I approve this message. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yes? Allegations aside. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> that that episode of iCarly, mm-hmm. Neville doesn't like Carly because he wouldn't give her a he wouldn't he, she wouldn't give him a little smooch. Yes, right. Didn't he force her to go on a date at one point with him? Was that yes. a plot of one of the episodes? Same I think one. So yeah, maybe he he was a little, little incel guy. He was an incel, and they um they tricked him into or he tricked them into uh he was like. I'm the I am a car dealership and we're going to give your listeners a car if they can answer this riddle and then he made up a really difficult riddle that only he knew the answer to and he knew the answer and he answered it and then they he won and they had to give him a car but it was a lie cuz he pretended to be the car dealership so he was like you said the sweepstakes you legally have to give me a car and then they looked up they got him back by um Giving him one of Spencer's sculptures that was technically a motor vehicle because it went over 35 miles an hour. Huh. The whole episode's premise was based on like contract, contract, law, law, which is not torts, not something that I really understood as a child. You yeah, know? yeah. But sounds I sounds like an episode, episode of Succession to me <laughs> from the HBO. The <sighs> sounds like an episode of Franklin and Bash to me. The, the hot the broadcast show. operator HBO. Yeah. I don't know what HBO stands for. Home box office. Holy Batman out of there. Out of there. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so much like much like the uh, Do you remember what the riddle was, Ethan? Uh if there are two shirtless mm-hmm. gibbies and guppies in a room, <laughs> yeah. How do you know which one is going to end up starting a really crazy YouTube channel 10 years Both down the line? Are. Both of them. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> the do you, do you remember No, the I don't I don't remember the riddle. It's I'm been a long time. I'm going to ask you the riddle. Okay. I Okay. If let's pause for a second, you do realize that you are Neville in real life, yes, just a bit more virtuous and a bit less uh-huh. weird, yeah. But you have the same. You get. Give... I've never forced a woman to kiss me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, other than your your allure that you have just by default, uh-huh. you know, and it's in so much as being a hot, sexy man forces uh, women sure. to kiss you, which you do have. That's my Christmas gift to you, is to tell you that. that. I am Neville? Is to get, no, to tell you that you're alluring. That's what it oh, is. Oh, thank you. It has nothing to do with your Neville-ishness. Besides, so besides besides all the attributes of... Uh, so like I'm basically like Neville, except for the fact that I'm tall, and I don't live with my mom. And you don't desire and to I've run a haberdashery. And you've never forced a woman to kiss me. And, and I don't ever haberdashery. You do like loopholes and contract law. That's true. You do like contract all law <laughs> when it pertains to books that you are writing. That's true. No, it was so funny. So I, I, I had a meeting today yeah. with. Uh, I'll say this and then I'll answer the riddle. Yeah, I'll yeah, ask yeah. you the riddle. I uh, I had a meeting today with um my uh, acquisitions editor. Oh. And I told I told her sister. I was like, uh, her, her she's a sister. Yeah, she's I a nun. Her, yeah, I said sister. Uh, oh yeah, I have to. I it said in the contract that I have to submit two hard copies of the manuscript when I'm done with it, right? And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, it says that. And she was like, oh. I'm, we, either we sent you an old contract or like we didn't edit our contract because I've never received a hard manuscript copy from an author before. Hmm. And so I, I either, I guess I'm the only one at this uh, unnamed publisher, which will be named later, only author that's read the contract and been like, that's weird. That's weird. That's <laughs> Why funny. do I got to send in two this hard copies? This contract says I have to submit two hard copies, but I thought I should submit to the Pope. You yeah, think that's I very understand. interesting that you have this alternate submission in your contract. Seems like you guys maybe are a sketchy set of a contest cult operating a 
<laughs> a publishing house, and I, I am going to call the Pillar Podcast, and I'm going to make them report on you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to report you to my two dads. <laughs> report you to my weird British dad <laughs> and my weird Colorado dad, and they are going uh, to get you in jail now. So here is the riddle. I'm ready are for you the ready? riddle. Yeah. A cowboy rides into town uh, the horse's on name is Friday. Friday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> like, how, how did you remember it that quickly? Well, because I've heard that because I because I've had a I have a grandpa. That's why I you That's know, it. I've yeah. heard that. My my brothers they were everyone was in town for Peter's baptism this weekend. So my brothers were telling me they stopped at my grandparents on the way south. So they live in Wichita. Wichita's in between Kansas City and Oklahoma City. If you for don't those know you're unfamiliar with Midwestern, Midwestern geography yeah and they, so they stopped at my grandpa's house and he was doing all kinds of bits he was running bits left and right <laughs> which is i love it because he, he lives with my grandma and they don't go anywhere and so like when all the boys are in town he just starts running bits left and right it's could you imagine ways. if grandpas had access to twitter the, oh they would be next level. i want to give i'm so excited twitter. for when we're grandpas yes hook me <laughs> hook me into elon verse 3.0 that's what I, that's where i want to be um, but apparently my grandpa was running all these bits where they would play this game. You ever play this game, seven up, you put the sevens mm-hmm. in the middle and you try to stack mm-hmm. them up and down and you try to get rid of all your cards before everybody else. It's not yeah. a very complex game. They're, my younger cousins were playing and it's purely based on luck. There's really no skill. Very little strategy in this game. Maybe you hold back certain cards to prevent people from playing, you know, whatever. Um, so my grandpa, I think, was getting bored playing this game because he's a, he's a bit of a card shark. And so he finished like all the spades. And then yeah. as soon as he put down the king or the ace or whatever to finish it, he grabbed up all the cards real quick and said, that's one point for me. And <laughs> everyone's like, what? That's not a part of the game. He's like, I, I just got a point. And they keep going. They keep playing, keep playing. <laughs> and he finishes the diamonds and he phew, grabs it. He goes, I got two points. You guys don't have any points. He <laughs> <laughs> gets to be the next one. And my youngest cousin, Olivia, who maybe is like 10 years old, she recognizes like, okay, I got to get them all, you know, when it's time. He grabs them out of her hand so that he can get three points. <laughs> but no one else is playing no, this game. No one else is. I mean, they picked, everyone picked up on it at the end and they were trying to get the, get the cards, but he was so fast, like knocking <laughs> kids' hands Shoot. out of the way. It's a seven-year-old man. <laughs> you guys don't have any points. Later, they're playing pitch and he's writing people's names down at like the top of the sheet you know what i mean to keep score and he goes he goes judy that's his wife's name judy looks around my mom janice looks around my brother alex looks around ryan gets to himself and he goes instead of writing sam which is his name he goes champ and he writes champ in big letters at the top and underlines it (laughs) i'm like i love it no way dude it's it was electric i wish i could have been there because it was just uh i want to be i want to be like champ one day you know my my grandpa would exclusively run physical bits. Yeah. So like he he was a story guy, but he also liked doing things that created stories. So he used to do this thing. Um, it's really hard to to convey over a podcast medium, so I'll try to describe it quickly. Yeah. But he would do this thing where you like say, I see a star, and you're supposed to say war, and then you say over thar, and you point. <laughs> Yeah. across your body yes and then you do the same thing with the other hand uh-huh. and then you have to kneel down on one knee what? and at that point you're so you're like you're, so you're discombobulated and so you're discombobulated and he you have he has everyone do it like he he mimics it he does it and everyone mimics him and then he's at the end of the line of people and then when they're all when they're on one knee and they're all like discombobulated he just pushes the person standing next to him and they all fall down like dominoes 
And then one time, that's really funny. Would do this. My grandma described this bit to me at Thanksgiving. She was like, "Do you have a funnel?" And I was like, "No, why?" And she was like, "We gotta pull a prank." And I was okay. like, "Okay, fine. I don't Gosh, have a funnel." But your grandparents are fun. And what my grandpa would do is he would he would do this himself. He would stick a funnel. Hold on. He would take a quarter all and right. he would stick a funnel in his pants. All right, <laughs> very normal in his waistband. Right. <laughs> So, so sorry. You have, to, you, have to, you have to describe the orientation of the funnel real quick. <laughs> Which way is the funnel? <laughs> so, so you would take you would take the funnel and like 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 spout down. He yeah. would put the spout in his waistband, in his waistband. so that yeah. so the wide part of the funnel is sticking, sticking up, up right out in front of his shirt. In, yes. Okay. Yeah. And so what he would do is then he would take <laughs> he would take the quarter. He put the quarter on his on his forehead. Yeah. And he would scoot it down and drop it so it would get into the funnel. Yes. And he would do this until someone noticed, preferably a man, yes. and then asked him, asked him, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, this is like super difficult. Like I like I can barely do it. Like you probably can't do this. Yeah, yeah, it's and really he would hard. get you all like, he'd get you all like, oh, I can do it. I bet I can do it. Yeah. And then he would have you do it. He, he would like give you the funnel. You put it in your face. You try to do it. And then while you were looking up, yeah, you take a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good so that's good. so good it's like 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 3d oh chess you just like, because you don't think about it you right you don't think about it at all you're, you're like oh it needs to be a funnel because that's how it sticks out of my pants right <laughs> and my grandma oh, was like I, I think i was describing the cookie game i think that's what it was i was describing the face cookie game where you play mm-hmm, a youth group mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you like scoot it down your face i was describing it to my grandma and she was like you should do the funnel thing and I was like, Grandma, I might get fired. Yeah, you can't do <laughs> if that. If I pour much. water down kids' pants. Yeah, that's, that's assault in most states. Oh, man, but that's, that's funny. I, I can't believe uh, that's a dying breed of grandpa. The, the Joker. <laughs> There's not many of those the left. The Joker archetype, the trickster archetype of grandpa is slowly dying out and is being replaced with like politics grandpa, which is boring. I feel like you have to live through. Like a a pretty violent overseas conflict in order to be a trickster grandpa. Yeah. And now we just have a bunch of dudes that like the worst conflict they saw was like the 2007 housing crisis. And it's like <laughs> they don't know how to do tricks. You know they didn't. The, the, only, they didn't the have war to serve. they thought was the posting war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's> true. <laughs> Which makes me kind of worried about our generation because it's like yeah. if we don't go to war, if we you and I don't engage in any type of violent conflict against people we viciously other. And murder without any hesitation. Mm-hmm. Will we be funny later? Or I don't we, think so. Or we just are we're capped. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how my grandpa would get away with it. But he used to like like hit waiters with food, and like they would think it's hilarious. You know, like he was still like, he like, got away like with from so a, much. from a distance or like up close. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he like whipping like him with a spaghetti stuff? noodle? Yeah, something like that. How would he do that? At my at my aunt Marie's eightieth uh, birthday party, she's also she's also deceased. God rest her soul. Mm-hmm. But uh, at at her eightieth hey, birthday party, he came into the restaurant, the restaurant. With a 250 pack of ball pit balls, <laughs> and started throwing them at people. <laughs> Just random in a restaurant, random patrons, not even associated with you. No, 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 us. Yeah, okay, we were all gotcha, in the gotcha, restaurant. Okay. Yeah, at, like people at the party. But like the waiters and waitresses were like, "What's going on?" And one of and my dad like looked at him. He's like, "I mean, you guys can throw one too." And they were like, "Okay." All and right, they started, started throwing, throwing them. them. Nice. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. What was the restaurant? 
Um, was it just I don't like, remember like a local? It's very funny if it's like a like an Olive Garden, like an Olive Garden or something. It would be yeah. even funnier if it's like a Chuck E. Cheese, like a place already that has ball pits, and he brought <laughs> in he his bought, own. Brought a ball. He's pit like ball. those yeah. those ball pits are no good. No good. I need, I need my own. I need my own ball pit to throw at people. But see, I learned something that day. What did you learn? I learned you can just buy ball pit balls. You can. Who you, knew? You can do. Really, there's anything. One time, I ordered 20 slingshots off of Amazon from China. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're great. They work. You can great. just do it. They're weapons. It was explained to me this about slingshots. For a time, mm-hmm. back in the day, a slingshot, I'm thinking biblical times, could kill a man. Yeah, well, a man regarded to be the biggest man ever. Mm-hmm. You know, up to that point, nine feet tall. Sure. Some say. And then at some point, it became like a fun toy for kids in the 50s. And I just yeah, wonder, so, like, how did, just because we invented the nuclear bomb, that the slingshot <laughs> just gets degraded from weapon to toy because uh, we I have don't bigger think weapons? David David didn't kill Goliath with a slingshot. What did he kill him with? He killed him with a sling. That's different. Mm. But he shot the sling, correct? Yes, he did. So, so he was the slingshot. So you have to explain that to me because I... So, yeah, a sling... so a slingshot is like... I mean, David didn't have like a rubber band attached no, to a stick. No, but you, you, have, know? you have some leather or some string, stringy sinew from a deer or something. Sure, you maybe, can... but like that won't that won't. What, did they, what did they make arrow, bow and arrow out of? What was the what was the string on the arrow? Oh, that's fair. You know I what I mean? It was like reed, you know? Reed. Yeah. Some type of something, reed. Like, like hair, whatever. Um, no, it was a sling. So you would like, it was two pieces of cloth that you would fold over. The rock would sit in it yeah, and you swung it around really fast. So it generated a lot of force Uh and then you cracked it like a whip and it could go like about as fast as a gun, as fast as a gun, about as fast. Okay. So about as fast as a gun means how fast? I don't know. I don't think (laughs) you are getting bullet speeds out of this rock. Just, okay. He, he shot a rock at a guy and it killed a guy. That's, that's basically a that's gun. That's true, but the, but the rock didn't go through his body in the way that a bullet would. All right, I'm looking it up. Yeah, how fast gun versus how fast sling. Okay. Surely there's a um, Mr. Beast video on this. Was David's sling as powerful as a bullet using stones instead of... Uh, we don't know the size of the stone... Um, we know that they were shot. smooth. That's about all we know. We know they were smooth rocks. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a visualization of this a slingshot. Great for the podcast. Alpha. Yeah. Yeah, this is perfect. Um, I just need an answer on how fast the how goes. fast was the stone going? Yeah. This, that's all I need. You could uh, you could sling a rock at about a hundred miles an hour. No chance. Yes. Faster than faster than a Ferrari. Of- in the hands of an expert, a hefty sling bullet or rock could go rates of 100 miles an hour. Um, How fast gun shoot bullet, though? In order to kill a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're going to get banned by the FBI for looking up. Here's how to kill people with various <laughs> things. How fast do bullets go? How fast do bullets go? And I'm going to look up how fast projectile from slingshot. Because if it's anywhere in the ballpark, we need to... Oh, bullet bullets go like fifteen hundred feet per second. Yeah, there's no that, yeah. that uh, yeah. going going the speed of a car is not this. So it was a, like a, a little rock hit him the, as fast as a car was going. <clears throat> a That's slingshot the, is estimated to shoot as fast as several hundred miles per hour. Okay, so bullets bullets go about a thousand miles an hour. Okay, slings go about half that. Yeah, they can go hundreds of miles an hour. So sure. about as fast as a bullet. Also, also, yeah, 
Why did we make bullets go so fast? They don't need to go that fast. You can kill someone at half the speed of a bullet. But the problem is, is that if you have a, a gun with a slower bullet than the enemy, then they can kill you before you make the decision to fire the trigger. Mm, you see so what you I mean? You have to be really fast. So you, if we all just, it was a speed war, you just escalated it. Ah, I see. The, that's the problem. Yes. Interesting. Uh, it seems like the more mm. we escalate, the worse things get. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure that, uh, you know, weapons are, are a good idea. No, I would I would even say that weapons might be bad. But I do recognize that in order to be as funny as someone like Kevin Hart, Bill Burr, Norm MacDonald, you do have to kill a man. And so that's my dilemma. <laughs> you know, we know, I know Jerry Seinfeld stacks up the bills, but nobody talks about how he stacks up the bodies. You know Indeed. what I mean? You know, he had, I mean, he, every, every billion, every million dollars you make as a comedian, you do have to kill someone. There's a reason that the camera never went into the bedroom in Seinfeld. <laughs> he always turned <laughs> that corner. Funny. You know what's back there? Guns, weapons. Newman. Body, Newman. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to think about. Can I give my Christmas gift to the, to the world? Yeah. Sorry. Mine, mine was, uh, a mine car, was a car. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted Jeez. to say, I want to say. From the Stevie households, from Peter, Emma, and Ethan, thank you for being with us for another great year. And happy holidays and Merry Christmas to all who celebrate. Uh That is my gift to you. A heartfelt heartfelt thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And and if if we see you at Seek, I'll give you a a nice handshake. A nice solid handshake. I I am at the point in my life where I don't hug anybody other than my wife and my close friends. And so if you come up to me and you ask for a hug, I will firmly yet rudely deny you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've been. I don't care what our previous interactions have been. (laughs) It's over for me. COVID changed me. I don't touch people anymore. That's that's true. You know what I mean? That's fair. Plus, there's going to be all kinds of germs at this event. Yeah, man. I, I always get sick what's, after what seek. What is the more like, more like More like I'm getting sickness. Seek sick. Seek sick. Everyone's probably going to be seek sick in a big way. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, are you excited for the bit that we're running at Seek 2023? Can we talk about the bit we're running no, at Seek No, I don't think we... Well, maybe we can. I don't know. No, we should. Because it's not going to... I mean, like... Well, we have another episode that will come out, but it will come out, like, right before Seek. Like, the day before. Maybe this sure. is our Christmas so, present. is the greatest bit we've ever concocted. Yeah. So, Ethan calls me yesterday in a, in a panic. <laughs> I'm stressed <I> out. <laughs> Holy cow! Have have the have the tables turned because yeah. Ethan is just panicking all the time now, yeah. and I'm like, it's okay, buddy. Well, that's what happens when you have a son, and 
Oh no, I get it. All yeah, of that stuff. It. It's like, oh frick, I got to make money. This isn't a joke anymore. I got to. <laughs> I have to be an income generator. That's so Ethan's horrifying. like, how do we top Mr. Beast? And I did I not. Like, well, I need I to figure out. That. We need to figure out how to make the most hey, elephant toothpaste. I've been saying, like, you know how people, when Mr. Beast walks around, and they like reach out to him as if just by a simple touch they would be healed. And instead of sure. asking for true healing, they're asking for things like money and fame and yeah. power and, yeah. and, and, and honor. Uh, and and, five, and you also know how his private island. You know how his name is Mr. Beast. You know the <gasps> the mark of the beast he is the Antichrist. Is Jimmy Donaldson the Antichrist? That's really funny. It's I've been thinking about that. People always talk about the Antichrist. There's no the Antichrist it, except for Mr. Beast. It's literally in Mr. the name. Beast. It's like it's like. It's just, I don't want to be the the beast of Revelation. Just call me. That's my father. My father's Mr. Beast. You can call me. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Beast's son is going to be the Mr. Antichrist. Beast's son is going to be the Antichrist. <laughs> yes. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. Um. So the Ethan calls me in a panic. What are we going to do? Yeah, what are we doing? Like we got to do something big. We got to do something funny. If only we were in the same place. If only there were a bunch of people. And I was like, well, I'm trying buddy, to pressure Patrick into moving next door to me so that we can do bits and jokes all the time for you, the <laughs> listeners at home. And we can have our houses connected to each other by, the, by two uh, cans uh, on the string. Well, I was thinking an underground tube situation. Like kind of like... <laughs> like a hyperloop, like a pneumatic tube. Yeah, like a subway <laughs> system, but it's 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 just a, a sidewalk underground from your house to my house. With a little pump trolley on it just for fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go and, from and house we, to house. Yes, and a little bell... And you get to wear a little hat as you go across. You can't do you can't do basements in Oklahoma though. No basements, but we would put in. I mean, with the money that we're pulling in these days, I mean, we mm-hmm. could put in an underground system. Yeah, sure. We definitely have enough money to buy a shovel. I hesitate to call it a railroad because of the connotation. But sure, I would, we can't do yeah. But I would like a little mine cart, like a like a Donkey Kong sixty four. Do you think Harriet Tubman sued the first subway for breach of subway? copyright? Like. No, no, no. Not like the restaurant, like the oh. underground railroad. <laughs> I was about to say, was she serving delicious sandwiches on the underground railroad, escorting? She was like, hey, welcome. I'm going to help you get to freedom. But here, I'm going to give you a sandwich with not nearly as much meat on it as it should Here's have. Here's a bacon turkey bravo. Here's a ba- Sorry, no, I always forget. Panera. Dang it. I'm gonna, I forgot. I'm going to make you a Philly cheesesteak that really tastes like it could be any meat in there. And I'm Harriet Tubman, and this is the first subway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, she didn't. I think she was dead by the time they had her first subway. I don't know. They've had subways for a while. Yeah, yeah, man. But of course, it, for, it was really hard for them to get the uh, get the big the big steam engine down there. I'm picturing like I'm picturing like the locomotive from the end of Back to the Future Three, but like underground. Mm-hmm. Like it's got. You say the locomotive from the end of Back to the Future Three as if you can't just say a steam train. No, 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 no! I'm picturing that, that exact specific one. train. Yes. Okay. With all the with the flux capacitor in the back. With the dare I say bells and whistles. <laughs> all the bells and whistles. Trains notoriously have bells and whistles. <laughs> Indeed, they do. Both have them. Um, so I call Patrick in a tizzy, and he's like, "We got to do something." I was like, "Let's just do something at Seek." And Ethan was like, "What if we did a podcast at Seek?" And I said, "Ethan, we're, we're already doing a podcast. You fool! Yeah. We're already doing a podcast rube. at Seek." And he said, no, 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 we podcast, <laughs> we podcast mobile. We do a mobile podcast. So uh, and Ethan and I are going to, without Focus's permission, this is we're not Focus, I'm, I'm worried that someone from Focus is going to listen to this and they're going to shut it down before Hey, if you listen to this there. and you're from Focus, do not snitch. Don't okay? snitch. Don't snitch listen, at all. This is, don't, 
here's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to detract from the conference. No, we're of not trying to not. take anything that shouldn't belong to us. We're trying to, Patrick, wouldn't you enhance. say enhance the enhance. the experience for all of the attendees? We're trying to enhance the experience. People are pe- people are look. People are gonna be like those goofy guys are doing a thing, and 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 they're gonna remember the conference. They're gonna have a good time. They're gonna, they're gonna the have a good guys. experience. Yeah. You know. Yes. We all know how we all know how how frustrating lunchtime at a conference. Can You're looking be. for somewhere to sit. Maybe you can't find You're your hungry. friends. You you, you know? don't want to sit with the weird guy who was on your bus that kept trying to hold your hand during the bus ride. Yeah, it's kind of strange. It's really weird. You don't want to like go sit by yourself, so maybe you listen to a podcast. Yeah, but it's not like, and it's not an opposition to the podcasts that are already going during the lunch break. Nope. I no. think you go if you want to go listen to those, go listen to those. But for the people that don't want to listen to those, there should still be a podcast option. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But we're not we're not going to set up like speakers. Or no, no, it's going to be a quiet podcast. It's going to be a silent podcast. We're going to. It's going to be like a silent movie, but with podcasts. So you're just going to get texts that show you what we're saying. Basically, Patrick and I are going to be doing a daily live podcast during the lunch break, where we interview random people. somewhere in the convention center, and we're going to have a table and microphones and everything. We're going to interview random people, and it's going to be very fun. And we're going to upload it every day. During yeah. Seek, so that you guys can all hear about what's going on day to day. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. And we're going to stream it on Instagram Live. It's going to be very fun. And mm-hmm. uh, you, if you don't follow us on Instagram, it's what is it? The Crunchcast, right? The Crunchcast. Yeah, at the Crunchcast. At the Crunchcast on Instagram. You can follow I us. Found, I found little microphones for us. Really? Yeah, so it's, um, I found these little, uh, I found something that you just plug into your phone. Okay. And it's two lapel mics that are wireless, Bluetooth connected. Oh, so you can just plug them in. The other thing we could do is we could use AirPods. Like you have one and I have one. Mm, but That's a bad idea. Yeah. I was you thinking, think so? yeah, but I was also thinking we record it with like real microphones. So that way we have. Yeah, but we wouldn't be able to record it with real microphones and do Instagram live. Sure we could because just, really? yeah, because people, if we set the phone close enough to us, people can hear us or we do both. Uh, yeah, here's, I think we should. Here's my concern. Here's my concern. You do a lav mic. You interview someone, they got to lean in to your chest in order to no, be... You just, put, you just pick it up and do that. Uh, I, don't trust, I don't trust Bluetooth. I don't trust anything without a wire. Okay. But we can do both. I think there's a way we can do both where it, okay. where it works out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. I also think just the image, right, as people are walking by, two guys sitting there, like if you don't notice the mic right away, it just looks like it's two guys sitting there talking to yeah. each other. But if we have the wires and your whole, it looks a lot more like okay. There's a real. Oh no no we're gonna we're gonna. I, I was thinking I was thinking we podcast with podcast with our microphones into a computer. Yes. And we, <laughs> in order to stream live yeah. video, we have a backup live video. Okay, we're saying like the same what? thing then. Yeah yeah yeah. Great. Yeah. Cool. Because it's it's gonna be funnier if we have a backup, and I, mm. and of course we're gonna be vlogging, mm. right? We're gonna be like. We're going to be, yeah. we, we want to post these on YouTube, right? We want to post a YouTube video that's like, we snuck into the biggest Catholic conference. That's funny. But it, we didn't sneak. I want to, I want to be like, I want to have, I want to have a, I was thinking about this with Phoebe. I was like, what if we had a scene where it's like, um, I, we say like, okay, we, we just got, we snuck past security. We we're successful. And it cuts back to like us just showing just them our checking and in, getting scanned in. <laughs> I think, I think it's funny also every time we interact with someone who works for focus to be like. Hey, is it cool that I'm here? And they're like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pay to be here." 
<laughs> like, how'd you get badges then? How'd you get badges? Well, we just we picked them up from a guy on the street. I just really want to make sure that it's okay that I'm here because I definitely did not pay, and I'm, I am here illegally. Just like continually. I am here illegally, and I did bring weapons. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> Emma's telling me that I can't bring a folding table into the venue because they're not going to let me because it's a weapon because there's metal. It's like, you mm. really think that they think that I'm going to rip one of the legs off of my folding table and use <laughs> it as sort of a bludgeon to hit people? I mean, my strategy is just to like get the booth, a friend from a booth and like have them help us bring the stuff in and be like, hey, this is for our booth. Yeah. I got, I got, I got three chairs in my Amazon cart waiting to be shipped. I'm ready. You're they're sh- like little. You're shipping chairs. No, they're little collapsible stools. I shipped my chairs. <laughs> I shipped my pants. Uh huh. Yeah, that's funny though. It's a good one. Um, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm I'm very excited for it. Uh, you're gonna see a big old banner where you can scan. There's a QR get, code. There's a QR code to scan, or you can text Crunch to eight four five seven six, and you can get added to. Our uh, our uh, our flock note. I wish I, I, I wish did, that we had a cool memorable number, eight four five seven six. Oh yeah, that's just flock note's default number. You can't change that. I just dropped a magnet and it rolled across the floor. Did you oh. hear that? Yeah, that was insane. So the conference is January second through the sixth. Mm-hmm. We will be live at about eleven fifteen a.m. every day, the third, the fourth, and the fifth. Uh, yes. On Instagram. And so you're going to want to follow us on Instagram. You're going to want to follow us on Twitter because we're going to be posting pics. Any fun little clips that we get, we're going to put on Twitter. You're going to want to see it all. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be electric. We're going to make Catholicism fun again, to borrow, oh, man, to borrow a phrase to <laughs> to borrow a phrase from a gentleman. Um, from Taylor Schroll. That's his whole thing. But we actually want to make the Seek Conference fun because a lot of it is like you're tired and you're stressed and you're walking around and like... Half the people don't really want to be there. The other half of the people are way too excited to be there. And it's like, oh yeah. How about we just have some like really grounded fun? I also think if we do it right, mm-hmm. you know, various high profile people that are walking by, they'll stop. They'll talk to us. So we'll we'll get we'll Oh get, yeah, I think so. We'll get great interviews with people that we otherwise would not I get. I mean, the 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 you and me just sitting sitting at a at a at a table obviously podcasting in the middle of a of a hallway is very funny. It is very funny. I mean, it's so really excited. Good. I'm so the banner is gonna the banner shipped today. I'm Dude, so excited for the banner, man. Can we tell them what the banner says? <laughs> yes, of course we can tell them. So what the banner we were says. trying to come up. Patrick had this idea for like, <laughs> like a like a kind of like a spacey themed like mobile podcasting studio record like an MPS or like a cool like acronym or something. And so we were trying to think like, what are we gonna name this? We kept it's like audio. Should we call it this? We were trying to figure out like a funny acronym like a spaceship you know, to give to this mobile podcast studio. And we decided on the semi, semi-illegal mobile podcast, which spells out <laughs> simp. And so in big letters on our banner, it just says the Crunch Podcast, S-I-M-P, semi-illegal mobile podcast, and then the QR code. And then it says, scan this. And under that, it says, please, we have children. And then it has our faces <laughs> at the bottom. It's I'm very excited. very, very funny banner. And uh, we didn't ask anybody. This is a very big, like a forgiveness permission situation oh, definitely. that we're waiting. Oh, into. definitely. Yeah, but there's there's and enough priests that if we like break some laws, we're just like, hey, can you? Just, hey, man, yeah, can you on. just? I think it'll be good. <laughs> I think it'll be very good. So look forward to that because oh, man, I'm dying. I can't wait to get there. I'm so pumped. 
I'm very nervous as to what it's going to be like with a with a babby. Oh yeah, dude. I well, first of all, like you made he made it just in time to go. Like a couple yeah. of days later, you guys wouldn't have gone. Yeah. Well, I would go. Oh yeah. You know, I have to. I'm contractually you obliged. Yeah you're, yeah, you're contractually obligated to, to, go. to record. Um. Yeah. I'm. 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 I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's it's Leo's first plane ride. Hmm. So that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Is there any way that you can? I don't know, like chloroform or <laughs> someone did say Benadryl helps, like just get him to sleep. Hit him with the we're flying. We're flying at his nap time, so that might help. Sure. Um, we were gonna fly at like six o'clock in the morning, and I said no. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad idea. I said please don't. Please, we shouldn't do that because first of all, Uber is not very reliable that early in the morning. Yeah. And if I was an Uber driver picking someone up at four a.m., I would not want them to be like, "Hey, let's just quick put this car seat in your car." Um, yeah. I would not want them to do that. And then, uh, yeah, that would just be a mess trying it's to get cr- through security. It's crazy. It's insane to me. There should be a train. We need more residential trains. What do you call them? Yes. Residential yeah. trains, whether passenger like, trains, probably. Uh, is commuter rails. For. Commuter rails. Because ideally, what you need is you need to hop on a train, let the baby fall asleep. You need somewhere to walk around, but you need to do that for you know an eight-hour trip. Pittsburgh to St. Louis, you could be there. No problem. It's not even eight hours. I'm it's sure there used to be rails from Pittsburgh to St. Louis. They've all been deleted. Henry Ford took a giant pickaxe and cut up all the railroads so yeah, that he could put his nerd. Model T, which stands for terminate the railroads and <laughs> sell it to every american model t which stands for i don't know i don't trust hank ford never have <laughs> he's not a guy that i'm a fan of um but anyway we want to stay in the christmas spirit we don't want to get too negative so the one the main gift no the main three gifts we wanted to give you for christmas happy merry christmas glad to be here is patrick the car that he gave you i wanted to tell you that i love you and th- a heartfelt thank you and we wanted to announce the Seek live situation. Semi-illegal, no snitches. If you're going to be there, come find us. If you're not going to be there, you can still come and find us Yeah. on Instagram. Don't snitch. No Big. snitching. Guys, seriously, if I find out that one of you snitched, oh boy. I Ooh, man. I'm Get, popping through the screen. I'm a punch in the mouth. Right in the mouth. Bam. And if, and if, and if you're a woman, well... I'm going to have to find someone else to do it, but you're still getting punched in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, we're going to figure out... I'm going to find someone who would hit a woman. I'm going to find someone. It won't be that hard. No. No. There's a lot... We live in a very broken That's world. That's dark. That's dark. It is dark. So, uh, we wanted to figure out uh, We wanted to figure out what we were going to do for our Christmas special. Either. Yeah. Did you... I'm excited for you to share with me, because I have a couple of articles pulled up. I'm excited okay. for you to share with me what you have found. Um, I did. I did find. Uh, I did find a bunch of nice WikiHow articles about um, <laughs> about Christmas, like mm-hmm. uh, how to get evidence of Santa Claus. Okay. Um, this so, is a little bit late in that regard because Christmas Eve was last night for the people listening <laughs> today. Um, it's it's an article that's written to kids about how to catch Santa Claus, like in the act. Okay. Um, which I th- I think is interesting. There's also a, uh, uh, a an article that says how to give a puppy as a Christmas gift, and it's just a box with holes in it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which I think is funny. <laughs> I have I have I have a few. I have one that says how to feel happy when Christmas is over, and I have one that's how to cope with post holiday syndrome. Oh, sad. Are the two that I've found. 
I found one that's how to enjoy Christmas Day all by yourself, and the 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 tag says that it's an expert article. So oh, that's, that's a good sad. one. Let's start with that one. All right, <laughs> we'll start with let's start with how to enjoy Christmas Day all by yourself, and then we'll go to how to feel happy when Christmas is over. And uh, between these two articles, and with our insight, you should be smooth sailing for this entire. Yeah. So week. if you if you if you don't have uh, anyone to celebrate christmas with Mm -hmm. um this is the best article for you uh obviously the part one uh do regular things by yourself uh a very very important part of (laughs) very important part of of celebrating christmas um decorate a tree by yourself well i was gonna say like do the laundry do the dishes (laughs) just do regular stuff what (laughs) an awful christmas experience that would be Part of part of the fun of WikiHow is they like they over-explain things. Indeed. Like make a Christmas playlist. You can make one on YouTube or Spotify or even Pandora. Uh, you can even buy a Christmas CD. Oh, um, yeah. You can enjoy a your compact favorite holiday. disc. <laughs> That's what they're going my, with. Uh, my favorite one is reminisce about past holidays, which <laughs> I actually do not recommend because that might make you too sad. <laughs> the best way to have a good Christmas is to think about all of the other good Christmases that you had in the Remember past. Remember that back back in the day? What make sure whatever you do, don't make yeah. memories in the present. Only think about the good things that have already happened to you. That's a surefire way to to get it going on. Um, attend a religious service. Okay, that's on there. That's good. And then, do they uh, specify so, question? Do they specify which religion? Because there's really only <laughs> one that makes any sense <laughs> to attend. You go to a of, synagogue and it's like, hey, you guys are ridiculous. This is Christmas. What are you guys are in the Christmas spirit, huh? It's like, why? Hey, it's, I meant to go to a religious service, and they're like, it's Sunday. We don't, we don't do anything on Sunday. We don't do anything. If today. you had a, an ounce of cultural competency, you would know that Saturday's our day. And even yesterday was just a normal Saturday for us. So scram. So scram. You know? No, I did. I did. Okay, so that, that, is one, that is one weird thing that I've noticed is that, like, a lot of religions, at least in America, have taken on some kind of, like, Christian affectation. So, like, so you think the Jews celebrate watching... Christmas now? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Uh, I was watching the... This may be an incorrect representation of, of, of modern... Of American Muslims, but the Miss Marvel show on Disney Plus. I was one of the eight people who watched it. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Patrick is down bad. He's watching Miss Marvel. <laughs> Send a pot pie to his house because he needs some help. And uh, they they were talking about at their, uh, at their, oh crap, I forgot the word. What's the word for Muslim church? What's, uh, uh, <laughs> gosh darn Someone's it. screaming oh, in their no, car right now. Hey, we can't hear you. <laughs> a mosque, yeah. Okay. Man, we're, we're just... <laughs> the most insensitive stupid guys to ever do a podcast crap i forgot the word for muslim church they'll call it church muslim church what do they call the muslim body of christ what's the name for it what do they call the ecclesia struggling um they called it sunday school no way and i was like why do you guys go to sunday school you guys don't believe the resurrection happened yeah you think that they would go to like I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe maybe Islam does celebrate things on Sundays. You know, maybe they and have just, maybe they have an online. I'm sure this joke has been done. Maybe they have an online tutorial website that they can go to called Quran Academy. I don't think anyone's ever made that joke. Like Khan Academy. 
No, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, I think Khan is already an Islam name, Muslim name. I know, so I think yeah. you're good on that one. Well, maybe that's that's about all they've. That's it's that's, definitely a Pakistani name. Yeah. Well, shout out, shout out Pakistan. You guys, shout out Pakistan. You guys doing big things these days. Yeah, having Jeremy McClellan over. Is Jeremy McClellan in the Pakistan? Yes, he is a he is a card carrying member of, as he says, the Muslim cousinhood. Hmm. <laughs> How do you get into that? I don't know. He's big in Pakistan, apparently. Is that an open invite? Like, could anybody be a Muslim Muslim cousin? I think it's like most colleges, you kind of have to be invited into it, and he's he's yeah. uh, he's been invited into it. Like, it it was crazy. He did a he did a a show at our church uh, years ago, and like half of the audience were just Pakistani guys. Really? It was nuts. He's, so he's huge. Where? Hold on. So he's not just big in Pakistan. He's big in. He's big in Pakistan Inter- circles in America. So like in the just, diaspora, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. How uh-huh. many? What percentage? How many Pakistani people live in Pittsburgh? I don't know, man. I guess quite a few because they all came to, they all came to the show. Huh? <laughs> they <laughs> all, all of them, came, I guess. Every single one. <laughs> there that's, are lines. That's interesting. That's lines out the door. That's great. That's good to know. Uh, yeah, and so he he's learning Urdu so he can speak to to Pakistani. People. That's funny. Learning yeah, to do comedy he, in a second language is. That's huge. That's pretty impressive. Uh, so, other than going to a religious service of, of un- unnamed, non non-specific denomination, what mm-hmm. uh, what else do they recommend? You can also take a road trip um, if you have a car or if public transportation is still open. I'm assuming this was made a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, drive out to a local nature trail and hike, and you can make a road trip playlist of your favorite Christmas songs. This this sounds like the most. So far, the most miserable Christmas that you could concoct. Yeah, I don't think you wake can up, do this. Wake up, decorate the tree uh-huh. by yourself, go yeah, to church alone, get uh-huh. in the car alone, play the most nostalgic and beautiful Christmas songs you can think of, drive to a park alone, and hike uh-huh. alone, and then come back. There's nobody on the road, nobody at the park. You are just going to be like Will Smith in I Am Legend for a whole day. It's really sad. That's so sad. Honestly, they should have put the go to a religious service first. They should have. Because at least you might meet someone. <laughs> That's true. Maybe maybe a, hang out with them. a kindly elderly couple will invite you over to their home for Christmas because they notice you in the corner and they say, what about him? If you see anyone who looks vaguely like a main character, dress up like a homeless person and become part of their story in some important way so that at the end of the movie they invite you to their house for dinner hmm what it works this? for it worked in home alone too that's true we just watched home alone one last night let me let me tell you can i tell you two things about home alone that kid wasn't even home alone there were two guys there there were those two guys um i first of all the beginning of the movie i don't believe the characterization of this kevin McAllister fellow you don't believe it? I don't believe it because they say at the beginning of the movie, Kevin, you're so helpless. You're what the French call les incompetents. And they're like making fun of him because they're going to Paris. So this girl speaks French to him. Oh, um, I, I forgot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're all like, Kevin, you're so stupid. You're such a jerk. How dare you? idiot, Kevin. How dare you want cheese pizza and then get mad at your older brother when he pretends to throw up cheese pizza so that you can eat it? Like, you're such a <laughs> jerk, Kevin. You're so yeah. You're so incompetent. That's his whole thing. It's like Kevin is helpless. He can't do anything on his own. He needs his mom to pack his suitcase. Two days later, apparently, <laughs> driven by the fear of being alone, he designs a house of horrors from scratch, anticipating two adult men's every single step 
for about <laughs> 45 minutes. Like, yeah. pr- plans the future, it's anticipates huge. it, and accurately sets traps that the that that the that the CIA would be happy if they were that successful. Or know? alternatively, he didn't anticipate them and he just thought of every possible move. Yes, he was he yeah. saw he was Doctor Strange and he saw every single permutation that could exist. Yeah. And so you're telling me like I believe that yes, being, you know, putting the main character through stress to like make him grow is like important part of film. You tell in 2 days he he went from not being able to pack a suitcase to to calculating uh, the the most perfect way to punish these men for yeah, existing. you're telling me that he he was able to perfectly figure out and think ahead and 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 you utilize uh, utilize like mathematics. And this is the same kid who got lost in New York. This kid got lost in New York a day before he does he springs the trap. He gets so freaked out at a store he steals a toothbrush. This is Wait, not really? this is not the hero that I think we should be looking up to. Yeah, is this your king? <laughs> is this your champion? Is this is yeah, he and also another thing. This is my home alone beef hour now. Great. I love it too. <laughs> he goes to church Christmas yeah. Eve. The Joe Pesci's like, "We're going to come back at nine o'clock, You know, to to Merv and yeah. and he goes, "Okay, nine o'clock." And he sounds like Scott Hahn for some reason. And, <laughs> and Kevin McAllister's like, okay, nine o'clock. And so he goes, it's it's dark outside. He goes, he visits Santa Claus. Yeah. Then he goes to church and he talks to the scary old man across the street. And then the clock chimes, whatever time. And he gets back and he sets it all up in like the last two hours. Everything that he does. The tar, the ice, the nails, the cars, the paint cans, the ornaments. The house of the, the, the blowtorch. He set up a blowtorch contraption. It's crazy. Like, he does it, just the timeline of his, not only his personal advancement, but his ability to set up engineering feats is extremely frustrating to me. And yet, at the end of the movie, you have a father-son reconciliation with the neighbor, you have a mother-son reconciliation with the main character, and I'm crying. My wife is asleep next to me, my son's asleep on the other side. I'm crying, and I'm like, why? I'm Paul. Why, Chris Columbus? Why did you make me sob like this? And so it's like this movie that's so frustrating to me, and yet hits it so perfectly. John Candy, come on. What a film. You know? <laughs> Cinematic master. <laughs> Truly. I, and, and, you know, they say nowadays, they say, you know, uh, if you see a... If you see a shoplifter, just let him go. Don't put yourself in danger. No, that's 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 wimp stuff. Yes. Okay. Here's what we need. Here's what you need to do. If you see a shoplifter, you need to set up an elaborate Rube Goldberg machine mm-hmm. of various pranks to yeah. make them hate their lives. Electrocute the man. Electrocute Punch him. Punch him in the face. Punch him in the face. Can. Drop an iron on his head. Oh yeah. Make sure it is hot. Okay? Yeah. Burn his hand with a with a doorknob. Yeah. In a callback to Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark? Perhaps <laughs> once. <laughs> really? You're not a big Indiana yeah. Jones guy? We should do that as a movie commentary track. Nah. Why not? I don't, I'm not, I don't like period pieces. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a period piece. It's an action movie. It is now. <laughs> it's an adventure film with Harrison Ford. Oh, Just true. because it's set in a in the 1930s doesn't mean that it's a period piece. 
That's exactly what it means. It's not no, set in the 1930s. No, a period piece is like Barry Lyndon, where it's like... Who? It's, I can't. I need to. I'm going to start a movie podcast where it's just me and I don't have to endure <laughs> your questions <laughs> about Barry Lyndon. Um, my favorite. Did, my favorite article though is is this one. This yeah, is the one that up. I was excited about. But yeah. we don't really need. We don't really need to. Um, it's just four ways to get into the spirit of Christmas when oh. you don't feel like it. Okay, that's good because that's what we need as Catholics. Christmas is only just beginning, so you might feel spent. Yeah. You got to spin it back up and, and get back into it this the first week of Christmas. Tell them yeah, so what they should if do. You, if you want to get into the spirit of Christmas, but you don't feel like it, mm. um, you could... Method one is the Kris Kringle, a.k.a. Santa Claus method. Okay. <laughs> where you just buy a bunch of stuff for people, like buy a bunch of gifts. Um Number one is buying it for the. Sorry. Number two, just calling it the Santa Claus method. Yeah, like this is main, this is like if you want to get good at football, I call this the Tom Brady method. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like the guy who's best Move ever. to Boston. Yeah, marry the uh, Gillette Giselle. Then uh-huh. move what Gwyneth Paltrow? Who do you marry? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Move to Tampa Bay. <laughs> If you yeah, want to get good friend. at basketball, I call this the Michael Jordan method. Yeah, <laughs> it's just man. Insane. It's just you get really good and then you get really cringe. Right, um, keep going. So put gas in your SUV, deliver <laughs> gifts. Step two, avoid the crazy crowd. Step ah. three, close your eyes after you read this step and imagine your best Christmas ever. And then step four, decorate your house alone. <laughs> <laughs> These are some pretty miserable lists. Um, number Method number two is called Silent Night, Holy Night. And it's called Forget the Crowds. Number one, forget the crowds. Um, for you, Christmas is about one thing, the birth of Jesus. Oh, yes. No cynical cynical entertainers on the radio telling you there's a war on Christmas. None of this is relevant. Christmas is in your heart and in your faith. Everything else is needless negativity. Step wow. two, decorate your home alone. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently a cr- critical it's part a, of Christmas. It's an important part of celebrating the incarnation of Free, the God Turn on child. the music. Read the story of Christmas, and then exchange gifts, and then attend Christmas church services, mm-hmm. and then make the perfect family Christmas dinner, and then say Merry Christmas to people. Okay, that's good. Um, I like that. And there's one. the winter solstice method. Okay, don't like this one of, already. Uh, uh, <laughs> the winter solstice method is uh, shut out the noise and then find like-minded people, whatever your solstice views are, be they pagan or secular. <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> Be they pagan or secular, what's mm. the difference? Um, there are some things to look for. Saturnalia, Mithra, or Yule. So you can be either Roman, Persian, or uh, Norse. And then step or, number or three. Yule. Or Yule. <laughs> step three is uh, honor the darkness. <laughs> you can rage against the dying of the light or recognize that this is a simple celestial phenomenon. This is crazy. I don't like this one. I'm not a fan um, of this one. Step four, start a new tradition. Step five, decorate your home by yourself. <laughs> that's a that's a crazy start a new tradition. Start a new tradition. Yeah, just start just start one up. Just just like just kickstart one. Just, you've heard of Christmas think, trees. We're gonna we're gonna do one better. Yeah. Those folks over at Chris, the Christmas tree factory won't know what hit them when I when they have I have no idea when I bring up my new tradition of of. This of solstice surfing, where we get our surfboards out and we go out into the field and we all pretend like we're surfing 
on the dying star of the solstice. It's me, Solstice Solstice Surfer, coming to theaters near you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Have you heard of the pickle thing? Pickle Rick. No, 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 no. The Christmas pickle. Have you heard of this? Uh, the one that I'm in where I don't know what to get my wife for Christmas. Hey-oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't know about the Christmas pickle, no. So apparently in some families, there's a tradition where you get like a pickle ornament and you hide it in the tree. And because it's roughly the same color as the tree, it's hard to find. Okay. And so on Christmas, the first person to find the pickle gets a bonus gift. And a you have to start gift. after everyone finishes their gifts. Oh, there's uh there no one knows where this uh where this tradition started but many say that it is because Saint Nicholas of Santa Claus fame this is actually not what people say but this is my this is my this is my uh uh-huh. unrelated unrelated Saint story. Nicholas of the new series was starring Tim Allen of the Santa Claus fame Yeah the only pickle related christmas story that I can find is that one time Saint Nick went to a butcher shop and bought a pickle no 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 <laughs> he better places to purchase pickles. saved three young boys who had been kidnapped and murdered oh so he resurrected three boys okay that Incredible. had been kidnapped and murdered by the butcher in order to be sold for their meat and he put as soon as he resurrected them he put them in brine so no as to they were them. in brine they were in brine so they, they were, were in a pickle jar okay so that's why St. Wow. Nicholas, that's why we celebrate that story. But first of all, gross. Is that why you say I'm in a pickle is because of those boys that were killed and turned yes. into pickles? You say That's why you say I'm in a pickle. And boy, howdy, I wish Santa Claus was around Santa right now Claus. so you could resurrect my pickled body boy, from howdy. the dead. Hey, how are things going at work? Oh, I'm in a real pickle. My boss decapitated me and put me in a jar full of Brian, and now so I need to sell me Saint Nicholas to come and give me during a, a family. I need Santa Claus to help me out. Salty Brian, pickle no, so gross. No, somebody this stuck is... me in a tree and said, "Can you I find him?" Hate salt and vinegar. It's... I would put the pickle in the tree. I will do that. You will? Yes. Okay, put the pickle in the tree. The problem is, is that I only have one able-bodied person in my family, other than me, who to to locate the pickle. Leo, or sorry, your kid's name is Peter. My kid's name is Peter, <laughs> and he is not really able to focus on objects yet yeah he doesn't get that he doesn't, yet. He doesn't, he doesn't know have objects are he looks around a lot i don't know how people say seeing is believing <laughs> i don't know what this kid i don't know what you he's doing he, he seems to be looking through me oftentimes um i think it's because he's trying to tell me that i'm ugly <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i just i just saw yeah um on the how to get evidence of santa claus Yes. There's some question. There's community Q&A at the bottom Perfect. of these things. Yes. Um, why would you want to be awake when he only comes if you're asleep? And then the community answer is, so you can actually see Santa in your house? Wouldn't it be cool if you saw Santa inside your house? Yes. Seven people <laughs> found this helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, does Santa know when you're awake? Answer. According to the song, Santa Claus is coming to town. All right, uh-huh. we don't need to be doing this. All right. <laughs> 13 people found this helpful. Uh, let's do Dr. Ethan's Zadie Corner, shall we? Oh, wait. First, got to say thank you to some patrons. Oh, yes. I would love to do we that. We haven't been doing that. No. I'm sorry, guys. If you gave to us on Patreon, we haven't been thanking you. And that's that sucks, man. That's real. That, oh, nuts. That, that's a bummer. A uh, bummer. Um, we, got, we got a bunch of great, uh, bunch of great new patrons recently. 
So let's thank him, shall we, Ethan? Yes. All right. Um, I don't remember when we stopped doing it. So uh, here's November and December. Um, thank you to Sammy and Anthony and Jacob and John and James for pledging at the $10 or higher. Someone pledged a lot higher uh, per month. Um, thank you so much for donating at $10 a month or more. If someone donated at $10 a month or more, why would, why would they do that, Ethan? Tell me why. Because they like to listen to the video bonus podcast that comes out every single week, most of the time. Okay, really? So this well, we is always like, do it. We but... always do it. It was just was last week. I've, I accidentally deleted it off my computer. But this week, I have already uploaded it, and there's no chance that it will get deleted because it's, it is in the computer that is in Google's house, and it will not get deleted <laughs> ever again. It lives at there Google's is a, house. There is a large so. sentient G that has the world's biggest computer, and his name is Google, and that's where all the videos <laughs> on YouTube live, or at his house. All right. We, we must pray that the sentient G does not run for president. Yes. Because then, do you know what would happen if the the G from the Google logo became the president? <laughs> what would happen if the G from the Google logo became the president? We would not be able to speak in English anymore. We would have to learn a new language of communication. And our whole podcast would go like this. Go, 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 and then I would say, and then I would say, good point, Ethan. And then he would shoot me. Yes, and then they would the, have an assassin then, shoot me. And then the G from the Google logo would kick down that door behind you, and it would go, good, 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 and it would kind of swallow you up, and it would take you to would get bigger. You would take you to Google jail. Yeah, and I don't, suck. I don't want that for you. No, there's a lot of things I want for you, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Being swallowed by the G from the Google logo is not one of the things that I want for you. Thank you. It's you have nice a bright to have someone future. who's looking out for my best interest. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to I'm yeah. here to protect you from crime. All right, you came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby. <laughs> want to answer a question that has already been answered by um the people involved they 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 had an update to well their... we don't we don't want to do this is not a farce we run a real program here you know yeah, just we didn't answer their we didn't answer their question and they got engaged so i hope the answer wasn't don't get engaged so i don't know well it takes kind of takes the, the stakes out of it doesn't it no, that's already, true it does they've already gotten engaged we don't have no Maybe, other questions we have we have a we have a question from uh reddit if that helps. That would help. Yeah. What does like, Reddit like these. these days? I like these. Um, the, if you have a from... question, you can write in to Ethan at the Crunchcast.com or Patrick at the Crunchcast.com. I'm sure the holidays. Discord. You can also go to our Discord, bit.ly Discord, and you can submit a dating question. I know the holidays are bringing up all kinds of emotions. You're getting all, you drink this, the wine with your mom and you're starting to think like, shouldn't there be a guy here with me? You know, shouldn't yeah. I, you come home, you drop off all your books and you look around and you see your brothers and you're like, shouldn't I be, have a wife? You know, like you're starting to think yeah. these things. If you or a loved one is going through that. 
If you or a loved one got asked by Aunt Kathy why you're not dating because you're such a great guy. It sounds like you need to write in to Dr. Ethan's Sounds like dating you corner. need to write in. Ethan at thecrunchcast.com, Patrick at thecrunchcast.com, or bit.ly slash crunchdiscord. Send us your, your queries, and we will make you less weary. Hey, there we go. Come on this down. one comes from the internet, and it says, I'm not ready to date until blank. Does anyone else relate to this mindset? We all have goals. I love when people start out Reddit posts like they're writing an essay. Yes. <laughs> As Abraham Jefferson once said. <laughs> Abraham Jefferson. We all have goals. Surely goal setting is good. But speaking for myself, I have a ton of things on my to-do list that I feel I must accomplish before I'm relationship ready. Examples include physical health goals. I'm not ready to date unless I get to a healthy BMI. I'm not ready to date until I can run a 5K. I'm not ready to date until I can bench 225. Holy cow. Uh, it's a very specific number. I mean, it's the it's divisible by 45, so I get it. Um, mental health goals. I'm not ready to date until I've managed my anxiety and depression. I'm not ready to date until I've managed my OCD. Financial goals. I'm not ready to date until I get out of debt, make six figures, have my own place, have my own car. Aesthetic goals. I'm not ready to date until my house, apartment, car is orderly and looks nice. I'm not ready until I get a new wardrobe, a nice haircut, until I'm clean, straightened, or whiten my teeth not ready to date until i've replaced my unattractive hobbies with attractive hobbies education goals finishing college residency phd spiritual goals i'm not ready to date until i'm 90 days sober from porn or from alcohol or ready to date until i'm educated and mature in the catholic faith okay that's a lot of stuff obviously this is not all op's um stuff because that was a lot of contradictory things Mm -hmm. um i know for myself i have certain milestones i feel i need to cross before i feel date worthy hmm As I said, these goals, I think, are genuinely good in their own right. And, of course, the imagined reward of a romantic relationship can be a strong extrinsic motivation for working towards such intrinsically worthwhile goals. Another powerful... We get it. You went to college. Another powerful motivator for me is... I'm just kidding. That was mean. Another powerful motivator for me is the knowledge that an ideal partner would already have those goals checked off. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Uh, Most of us want someone who has their finances, physique, fitness... Uh, spiritual health, et cetera, under control. Thus, we if we wouldn't be interested in someone who doesn't have those things, but we haven't achieved those things ourselves, it seems like it would be a paradox to either lower our standards or to put dating on pause to buy us some time to tame mm-hmm. those miles. Does anyone relate to this mindset? Is it unhealthy? Is it unreasonable? Unrealistic? After all, life does throw some curveballs. And uh, no, yeah, he's got a he's got a mean fastball too. Life life throws out about one hundred two. Yeah, life life will bean you right in the shoulder if you're not it's, looking. And they won't even let you walk for it. You yeah, know, you, just you gotta go, keep pitting. Go straight to batting. jail. Oh, just yeah. show you go right to jail. Do not pass go. That's monopoly. That's not life. It's different. No one can be expected to be at their best. And even if this attitude is unattractive or unhealthy, then what's the alternative? Thanks. Um, it's like I don't understand why these people think that they can't pursue their goals and also date someone at the same time. (laughs) You can't walk and chew gum. Yeah. It's not an either or situation. You know, you can work on your professional life. You can work on your spiritual life. You can do all these things while you're dating someone. I'm assuming this is a guy that's posting this. I feel like this comes from a really weird place where they just assume that having a woman attached to them there's like a terminus to it. It's like that means I've succeeded. That means, yeah, it's like I'm done now because I've I have acquired woman, mm-hmm. and that I just magically is, I convinced. Yeah, I don't even know what that where that comes from or what the root of that is, but that's just wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I think more people need to just. 
It's also probably because if you've never dated and you only watch media, it gets built up to be this great thing where you're holding hands and you're going on dates and it's very romantic. And if you don't feel like you're formed or like ready for that, then it can be very intimidating. Yeah, how, you, can you, how can you have a rom-com romance if you're not ready to star in a rom-com? Exactly. So you don't have mm-hmm. everything together except for one fatal flaw that almost ruins the relationship and maybe you do break up, but then at the last minute you come back and you hold a boombox in the airport in the rain and you're like... Why is it raining in an airport? <laughs> My boombox is ruined. My boombox is ruined, and you didn't even get to hear the song that I wrote in the in the first act that was about you before we were dating. It's very yeah. creepy, but in in hindsight, it's very cute. Very cute. So. Uh, yeah, it's very strange um, because not if t- uh, your life is not a rom com. There's nothing. There's nothing like outside of the obvious. There's very few things that are sexy about your about a marriage and a family, you know? Like it's you got to you got my baby screams in the middle of the night and in the middle of podcasts. In the middle of podcasts. And you got to you got to always you cook dinner, you got to go back to the store, you got to get laundry, you got to get groceries. Like there's always just stuff to do and there's just yeah. chores and you got to go to work. You got to catch up with your wife, you got to be emotionally available to each other. It's not like it's good. It's the best thing I've ever done, but it's not cool you know what i mean it's not like it's not like it's not like people are like slick and fast you know what i mean and so being like well i gotta have a 100k salary and i gotta have a thick bod and i gotta have a i gotta be i gotta be so so free from porn that no one will ever think that i've ever seen it it's like yes you should be working towards all those things but man i don't know what you think your life is going to be like once you have all of those because probably once you have all of those you're going to be really disappointed and you're going to be really depressed and you're probably going to buy a sports car and at 40 <laughs> and that's not what you want you know so i don't know calm down is what i would tell people just date yeah. it's really people some of the happiest people that i know dated and got married when they were dirt poor and they're still pretty poor and they have kids and they're happy and they're fine and they don't really have any of the things that they want to have but they have their kids and they have their yeah. spouse and they're they got a place to live and i don't know just Check your privilege at the door, man. Yeah, if you say you're not ready to date until you make six figures, you do not know how cheap it is to be married. Especially cheap it is to have kids. All of the food comes from her. You don't have to buy the kid anything. It's true. It's, it's really not that. It doesn't cost. Everyone said this. The liberals tried to scare you. They said $250,000 to raise a kid. It's like, okay, but yeah, they assume like twenty k of childcare a year from the point where they're three to when they're like seven, you know, from two to Ridiculous. seven. It's like crazy. Yeah, don't, 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 don't listen to them. Listen to us. We know what we're talking about. Yeah, we know what we're talking about. We have two, we have two kids under one, so we know exactly. Combined, we have over a year of parenting experience. That's not true. <laughs> I'm rounding up. Combined, we have a year. We have over a year. I'm rounding up to over a year. <laughs> All right, this is a good, been a good Christmas special, don't you think? I do agree. It has been a great Christmas special. I'm so excited for Seek. If you're going to Seek and you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm going to be right outside your hotel and I'm going to I'm going to kick you in the shin. I'm going to podcast right? in your hotel room. Yeah. I'm going to bring the mobile like, podcasting studio into your room. <laughs> I'm going to bring the Simp Station right into your hotel room. <laughs> the Simp Station. We should have called Pe- it the Simp people Station. People are going to think that our podcast is called the Simp Podcast because we did Simp in such big letters. That's fine. No, it says the crunch at the top. We'll be yeah. Okay. No, our logo is pretty. It's a professional looking logo. It's prominent. It's, it's prominent. Very good. Uh, very good logo. 
We will have one more episode that will go up between oh sorry this episode if you are and... going to seek i'm not going to kick you in the shins i would never do that <laughs> I, I have i have a mean left hook so i'm gonna punch you in the face instead uh you should join the discord bit.ly slash crunch discord and you should join the seek 23 chat, chat. so you can meet up with other crunchers at yes. the event we could so even if you're like dare i say we have a crunch lunch while we're there we might have a crunch lunch and if you don't like anyone at your school, then you like someone from the podcast. So you can you'll you'll meet someone at the podcast. This is a, this is going to be a great meet and greet. We're going to have a little wine cooler. We're going to get some Franzia. We're going to set it out on our podcasting table, and we're going to I don't know if that's a that little, would get us kicked that would out. Get us kicked out. But I, just, <laughs> I want people to hang out. I want them to get a little frisky. I want them to say like Could I think you you're imagine cute. if we brought no. Here's what we got to do. We got to bring the wine cooler box. We got to like fill it with like water. Yes. Oh, that's like, cool. No, it's the reverse a- Jesus. It's <laughs> we're playing slap bag with a clear liquid they're gonna think it's vodka <laughs> i would play slap bag with anything milk that'd be awesome you would die i think you don't really play slap bag you know? <laughs> it's not really a game it's not really a it's game it's like a communal torture yeah i did, did, i had a friend uh, yeah. my my uh my co-worker when i worked at a door and my housemate uh gordon he talked about how he did the milk challenge uh-huh. where you drink an drink entire gallon. gallon of milk yeah. and your belly can't fit a no, gallon of milk yeah. in it. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I did. Um, he threw up? But he threw it up, yeah. And he cool. said the weirdest part was that like it came up as cold as it went down. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Which like you don't think about. like It doesn't have time to like warm up in your tum-tum. So it's like but most of the time, the stuff you throw up is like hot. You know? It makes me think about all the eggnog that Santa's drinking on Christmas Eve. Yeah, man. You think any of that comes back up? I'm pretty sure it does. I mean, that's why that's why you got a bunch of like like it's like oh the bird poop is like all over the place this year. Nope, it's Santa. He was flying over here, doing that. Ho ho ho! Indeed. Yeah. Well, that's that's it for us uh, at the Crunch Podcast. You can go to bit.ly/crunchdiscord to join our Discord community. Go to Patreon.com/theCrunch if you like what we do and you want us to do more of it. Dare I say? Uh, here's here's the deal. I need you to go to patreon.com slash the crunch because we together, Patrick and I, we're not, we're not making that much money from the podcast. No, we're not. We're not. We're not making very much. Money. We'd like to but, make more. Yes. And then we can make more podcasts. And then you can give us money to help us to that end. Uh, we already do the weekly video bonus podcast. I'm getting close to a place where we can get back on the crunch lunch mm-hmm. um, for the $5 a month patrons. Sorry. That's just been a, it's been a crazy time. But uh, you're going to want to be a part of that. Uh, If not for the content, then to help us get to where we need to be, which is podcasts full time and change the world. You know how Billy Bean changed baseball? Yeah. He worked for the Oakland A's. That's how me and Patrick are going to change podcasting. Yes. Check it out. Aaron Sorkin, Moneyball. Uh Uh-huh. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Tune in next year for our next Christmas special where we accidentally break the device that Santa uses to see you when you're sleeping and know when you're awake because we think it would be cool to make a podcast with it. And um, because of that, Santa can't fly around and visit, deliver presents to everyone. And so we have to do it um, and we save Christmas. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you and we will see you all uh, next week. Sorry, I just had a burp there. I know.